Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Man, I didn't even get to watch the game last night. I watched after. I watched some replays after the Texas a game because uh, we had a house full of, uh, I say house full. My daughter had three of her closest friends over for a watching scary movie Halloween party. So I had to be on attention. I had to get the pizza. I had to make sure the kitchen was clean. And to make sure the dog was under control. Ah, so... Didn't get to watch that, but it's okay. Still a lot of fun. Kind of a lot, still on and off. A lot of watch, a lot of football yesterday. Any Michigan fans out there? Jim Harbaugh, he gone. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, oh, I did. Our friend Robert <laughs> from Garden Line, when his teams lose, he goes on Facebook, he goes, Football is stupid. <laughs> I liked our buddy Michael Garfield's response right after. He goes, 2020 stupid. <laughs> 2020 is stupid. All right, so we got a lot to talk about here on the Garden Line. I wanted to have some fun with uh, a couple of things here. I meant to do this yesterday, but we just got really busy in a good way. We just got really busy. Um, I did this stupid little post uh, that had to do with a lawnmower going over. It's a cartoon. Like a meme cartoon, lawnmower going over grass blades. The whole audience in the movie theater are grass blades. And so they're all ah! watching it. It's a horror movie for them. So I said, name this movie. <laughs> Man, we got some clever people out there. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, you got to see it. It's good. It's a good cartoon. So they're watching a big movie theater, but all the individual customers or viewers are just, they're grass blades. So they're sweating, they're screaming. Uh, they're freaked out, and they're gritting their teeth, watching the lawnmower go over the grass blades. So I think I, when I put it together, and by the way, Victor Villarreal, thank you for sharing that with me on a private page, and then I just took it and posted it on the Garden Line Facebook page. But uh, I think I said, um, instead of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this was Texas St. Augustine Massacre. I thought that was pretty good, but I haven't got, like, you think they're clever, all right? So Matt goes, I know what you did last summer every Saturday. <laughs> Mowing. <laughs> Nightmare on Rye Street. That's not bad. Blade Runner. <laughs> I'm not going to do the political ones. 
That's a Texas lawnmower massacre. That was from Julianne. Uh, and then <laughs> Lee Williams goes, Field of Screams. Okay. And then there's a sequel every week, Field of Screams 2, Field of Screams 3. That was good. There were a lot of fun ones on there. I've tried to see some of the better ones. Um, and then just comments like Michael Wade said, I'm, I guess I'm officially old now. I now laugh at these kind of cheesy lawn jokes. Uh, Darren Baker. The first cut is the deepest. <laughs> Silence of the grass. The mowing. <laughs> Rosemary's lawn. The cruelest cut. Lawn of the dead. That's a good one. That was from Greg. Uh, nightmare on your street. And last one, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> That's good. Y'all did well. I had fun with that. And, uh, you know, we do. We have fun with Facebook from time to time. It's not always serious and it's not always about deals. But that is kind of what we do on Facebook. We kind of tell you, you know, tips, specials, deals to be had, products to get as well that we kind of mention on the Garden Line Radio program as well. So if you're not following us on Facebook, you can go do that right now. And uh, all you have to do is do Garden Line with Randy Lemon on Facebook, and you'll be able to follow that. If you're getting our weekly email tips, we came up that came up a lot yesterday because of the things that we covered Thursday and Friday. Thursday was just everything that can and should be done, horticulturally speaking, now that this weather is so absolutely perfect. And it's going to warm up okay, in a few days, and you're still going to be doing all these things. So if you aren't getting our free weekly email tips, go sign up for that right now at ktrh.com. It's KTRH.com. One of the things that it says, the very first thing on that tip sheet that we put out Thursday is it is not, the weather has not changed significantly enough to stop us from doing our winterization, our fall lawn schedule. My fertilization schedule calls for a feeding and pre-emergent herbicide. I doubt we have to do the fungicide right now because the cooler weather at night has pretty much stopped it in its tracks, but keep an eye on it. Uh, one weekend from right now, We'll have to keep an eye on that. Maybe the third step is still applicable, but Nitrofoss has their famous Nitrofoss three-step. I'm telling you, if you haven't done anything, get out today. Do the feeding and do the uh, pre-emergent herbicide. The feeding is known as Nitrofoss Fall Special. It's a distinctive brown bag. Right? Uh, the pre-emergent herbicides, which is going to block the weed seeds that we would normally see come up in November, December, January, we want to block them now with the pre-emergent herbicide. That's the pre-emergent herbicide. It blocks the weed seeds from germinating. And nitrofos is known as uh, barricade, nitrofos pre-emergent herbicide with barricade. So uh, check out the schedule. You know that uh, the places that we talk about all over the place here carry the products, the nurseries, the garden centers, the feed stores. There's other hardware stores, not just Ace Hardware stores. Uh, but a lot of different places carry the, the Nitrofoss 3-step. If you ever need any help finding it, you always give us a call here on the Garden Line. And one more little side venue to that when talking about the Nitrofoss, yes, you can use Nitrofoss Sweetgreen as your fall feeding. If you want to make the change to an organic fertilization, uh, you can co-mingle Barricade and an organic fertilizer. I've always said that. I've been consistent with that message for years here on the Garden Line. But if you wanted to do the fall feeding organically this year, then do it with the Nitrofoss Sweetgreen. It works really well. It, it's there to just keep the yard healthy and improve the soil at the same time. Get a little bit of green up. 
It's a little bit different ratio than you would think for a fall feeding, but that's okay. All organic fertilizers are like that. There's really, uh, I wouldn't, there's like one company that makes a, I would call a fall feeding, but it's more towards brown patch control, organically driven. But we'll get to that message a little bit later. But really, when it comes to fall feeding, fall fertilization, what we think of as winterizer is not the same thing as winterizing up in Pennsylvania or Ohio or even Kentucky or Tennessee. It's it's really right here on the Gulf Coast where we're mowing yards pretty much 10 months out of the year. So uh, we're gonna, we got to keep the soil healthy. That's the most important thing. Keep the soil healthy. Okay, hands up before we take this break. Who can... I, mean, I, this is, I am so apolitical, and we never really get into political discussion on this show, obviously, for obvious, well, for obvious reasons. It's not any of that. But gosh, I can't wait for the election to be over because I am so sick and tired of the ads. Oh, my God, the sick and tired of the lying ads and the made-up stories. Oh, goodness gracious. Just sad, sad, sad what our political life has become. And uh, you can just make up any story you want to about the person. It's like anybody that's blaming a senator or House of Representative for COVID-19, that, that's just idiotic. They didn't create the virus. They didn't spread the virus. <laughs> but they're, they're, a lot of these ads are literally saying, you know, this COVID-19 wouldn't happen if we'd have kicked this person out of the center, this person out of the house. <laughs> God. Oh, let's stretch it a little bit. But I can't wait. I can't wait for 2020 to be over, that's for sure. But on the positive side, and we're going to talk about it when we come back, I'm going to plan some book signings. Definitely a few Ace Hardware stores are going to get some book signings between mid-November and mid-December for the holiday purposes. It, no big deal for us to set up a table. We'll wear masks. We'll wear gloves. That way you can get signed copies of my new book, New Decade Gardening, which we put on a huge hiatus back in March and just very, very little talked about it. But this is technically going to be the first Christmas for this new book, New Decade Gardening. And I want to get it in your hands. You'll benefit from it personally, and you'll, your friends and family will benefit from it as a uh, Christmas gift. So I want to talk to you all about like where maybe we could do some, let's talk it out. I mean, I may have to say, well, I think the square footage of that store is not going to be uh, conducive to having, you know, say, a few people ha- standing around. Yeah, we'll do the spacing. We'll do the social distancing. And it's easy to wear masks and gloves, but we want to definitely do some book signings. Um, let's talk about that. You got an Ace Hardware store you think deserves a book signing? Let me know. 713-212-KTRH. You got a nursery garden center you think deserves a book signing for the holiday period? Let me know. 713-212-KTRH. Plus, all your garden line calls, we are wide open this morning. I know uh, some people still are not adjusted to the time change. It's 6, well, in four seconds, it will be 618, <laughs> just to prove the point. It's not 718. It is now 618 a.m. because we fell back last night at 2 a.m. 713-212-KTRH for all your questions, and let's hear about the book signing ideas. Getting dirty on the air since 1984. This term for a long-handled gardening tool. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. I did this personally on my Facebook page, but I found this from my buddy Chris Gatlin, who's got a good, great, dark sense of humor. But Chris used to work with us here 
iHeartMedia in marketing sales. But he had this big meme that says, does anyone else rip off their mask when they walk out of a store? Like they just finished a disappointing surgery on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> it's like, I said, I am so this. Uh, David writes in, barely makes it, I barely make it out the door. <laughs> My high school buddy Rusty says, I've never seen the show, but the answer is yes. <laughs> Rip it out like I've just completed a disappointing surgery on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, so it was not as cold this morning as it was yesterday morning. So about 10 degrees difference when I left the house. But here's the, I mean, seriously weird, what do you want to call coincidental irony? So one part of the house where there are uh, a bunch of 14-year-old girls, I a bunch, four, 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 the heater's on, <laughs> but back where mom and dad, the adults are, the air conditioning's on. Like, be glad if you don't, if you don't have to deal with multiple AC units, God bless you, but when you do... Sometimes, because of these huge difference swings in people's tastes and wants and desires on heat versus AC, old systems, you know, 20-year-old and older systems, they break when you're like, go between the cool and the heat, heat and the cool, back and forth, back and forth. Well, be prepared for what we need with furnace, with heat coming up, because we will need it. Get an American Standard Home Comfort System, right? You will have an American Standard Home Comfort System in place when we need to beat back the heat in the next spring and summer, right? So get the ball rolling by going to AmericanStandardAir.com. Comfort the way you like it. AmericanStandardAir.com. Yeah, there's a little box there for your zip code. Punch in your zip code. That's it. And then you can kind of pick and choose amongst those recommendations in your zip code area. But know that they are all approved. They all give you the greatest deals. And they all have the best installation practices at AmericanStandardAir.com. Dot com. Here we go. Get busy with the calls. Who's there first? It's going to be John in Conroe. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. I just had a quick question. Uh, is there any time of the year that you're supposed to cut your St. Augustine grass way back? Uh, I'll hang up and listen. This is not a sports show. Do not do that. <laughs> I don't, I'll hang up and listen. That's what people do because they want to go and hear themselves on the radio seven to ten seconds later. <laughs> The answer is yes. In the springtime, we used to call it uh, scalping, St. Augustine, but we found that scalping is kind of detrimental in the long run to St. Augustine. But you lower the lawnmower. So if you've been following garden line protocols, if you've uh, been using the fertilization schedule prior, you have good irrigation, you have had a great yard all summer and into the early stages of the fall. But uh, you definitely don't want to cut it back short now or technically before a first freeze. That would be deadly in some cases. Well, I wouldn't say 100% deadly, but it would be damaging to a St. Augustine lawn. So we need to know we're out of freeze danger, and then we need to lower our lawnmower. So I, I have, like on the one push mower I had recently, I had six settings, and I mowed on five right? because that was good enough for me. Six, we always say, you know, mow it on the highest level. When we say that, it's usually when people only have three or four settings. So a lot of lawnmowers nowadays have upwards of six settings, and you can do five or six. I'll be fine with that with the St. Augustine lawn. But so if I was five and I wanted to get a little bit more of the brown singed grass from freezes out, I'm going to lower it down to no more than three, no lower than three, but four, usually just lower it in one notch and bag it. When you do your first mowing in the you know late winter first type type of spring, 
weather that we have, you want to get the brown grass out of there. So you want to bag it, if at all possible. So interestingly, first question, if you've hung up and listened, here is uh, Darcy in Houston. Morning, Darcy. Good morning, Randy. I have a question for you. Our neighbors put in a COVID pool about eight weeks ago, and they hired a contractor to do the pool only. They had to take our fence out we to get the backhoe down to dig the hole. How long should I wait before I say, hey, guys, uh, you trashed our yard over here, and we'd like some grass? It, we're coming up on nine weeks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What what are you going to do today after church? Come on, get busy. This is like, why are you putting it off now? Why have you waited this long? This is something you should have been on them from the get-go, and they know you were serious about it. Oh, we, we were. Okay. We were. We were on the contractor, and then the contractor towards the end of the bid was like, um, they didn't give us the landscaping. So it's okay to start handing them now? Oh, thinks. God, yes. Okay. Yeah, because you can lay sod at any time of the year around here, and November is one of the best months to do that. That okay, way it sets I'll... up shop during the winter months, and then it rewards you with an early green up and early fill out in spring when spring gets here. Okay, can I ask you one other question? I don't know, can you? <laughs> I can. The pre-emergent, the pre-emergent um, in the yellow bag, the three-in-one, we use that, but now I have backyard chickens. I've got three of them. Is that okay with the chickens, or do I need to? Uh, not that I off? know of. Um, okay. If you want to use organic products for uh, pre-emergent herbicide, and the funny thing is, and the chickens will love it, is you're going to use corn gluten meal. Oh, and God. you're going to be okay. very consistent <laughs> with corn gluten meal. Not 100% like, a, well... No pre-emergent herbicides, 100%, but right. definitely not the same effect that pre-emergent herbicides. But from what I understand, having talked to a friend of mine who knows a lot about gardening and also has free birds all over her property, uh, that's what she uses. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. All right. Uh, that Lois and Champions, hang tight. Just, you know, a little weird timing. Here comes Nikki with news, weather, and traffic, and we'll be back with as many garden line calls as we can get in at the... Uh, Tail end of the last well, the last half hour of this first hour of the four that we totally do. See how that works? We got you all the way till ten o'clock today, but you gotta get your calls in before nine thirty in most cases on Sunday because then we'll shut down 
uh, and I won't be even answering emails. I also uh, got a lot of calls on a lot of questions already this morning. Let's also hear from you if you think we should be doing a book signing near you at an Ace Hardware store or an outdoor nursery garden center. I'd love to do one. Uh, we're going to start scheduling them. Uh, the day after the election's over, oh my gosh, I'm going to kick in, like nobody's business, the remarketing of the book, New Decade Gardening. By the way, thank you to Nikki yesterday. She was very, very effusively complimentary of the book. Extremely. I think, I think her husband Lee even likes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yes, yes, that's who I had bought it for. I, I said yesterday, and I'm going to say again, as you are thinking about your gift options, as you're going through your list, if you have any friends that are into gardeners, this is the gift that you want to get. So I'm glad that you're bringing that back so to stores. We're trying to find some places to do the book signings because we think we can now because some of these places are brick. They got like, you know, 20,000 square feet stores. Oh, yeah. And we can clear out an area and, you know, space out and do social distancing. I'm going to wear a mask and I can wear some gloves uh-huh. and sign books. Oh, that's one thing great. we can't do this go around. What's that? You can't stand there with the list of questions and talk to me for 20 minutes at a time. Yeah, you want to limit you the limit interac- time. Yeah. You limit your interaction right. and and we'll just do the book signings one question per person type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I want to start loading up these book signings in November and December. Here we go. 713-212-KTRH if you got an idea for that. Garden Line, where we're pushing up daisies, but smell as fresh as the day we were born. Took me forever to figure out the name of something. (laughs) Callum and I are having this discussion on air. Anybody that's ever been to Mexico during the 80s and 90s, I don't even know if they ever do this anymore, but I haven't been to Mexican resort in years, is uh, Tequila Slammers. And they're famous for using squirt, the soda squirt. And I've been giving my buddy Craig Graham of, of the Dr. Pepper fame, called Mr. Pepper anyway, the pepper man, because he grows a lot of peppers too. But he was like all excited that squirt came out with a sugar-free Version. Well, I was, I never, I could never find it. I have looked and looked and looked and looked and looked. I can't find it. But can you imagine tequila slammers with sugar free squirt? Mm. We may have to do that in December as a party here on the garden line. I have totally corrupted one young Callum Reed when it comes to high end quality tequila. Totally corrupted him. <laughs> I have pushed him over the ledge. <laughs> It started last Christmas. I pushed him over the edge with it. Uh, then we still talk about certain little drinky poos that go with tequila. I am still just a, uh, if I can, and I may have one tonight, uh, Paloma. Paloma is my favorite tequila drink. Anything with grapefruit juice and tequila, I love. All right, let's get to the board of calls. Uh, I promised Lois she'd be up next. Lois, good morning. You're on the air. Hi, Randy. Hey, I've got uh, a patio home with uh, a brick wall around it and just bark inside, and I've got these bunches of mushrooms growing. What color are the I've mushrooms? Never seen. Uh, they're they're light brownish, and they come in clumps. They're really pretty when you <laughs> look at them. Do they pop but, out of the ground easily? Yes, yes, okay. yes, with white white stems and the. Oh, other I can I can it help you fix it, or I can help you enjoy it, one way or the other. No. 
Well, last night I went over to one and I, I, I just touched it with my little trowel and it just uh, exploded with bugs. I don't know if they were uh, flies or what. They just flew everywhere. Well, let's get that out of it. Let's pluck them out. When you see them come up, get them out immediately, throw them in the trash, uh, outdoor trash, not indoor trash. Put them in the outdoor trash right away. And then I want you to uh, dust the area. You're going to do one or the other. This is not, you have to do both. You either dust it with sulfur or buy a bottle of Consan 20. Follow the instructions on that. It'll be like an ounce to a gallon of water. It could actually be an ounce to a quart of water in this situation. And let's go mist that area where the uh, mushroom spores are popping out of. You will break that down. It's a beneficial back, uh, beneficial spore that's causing the mushroom. That means there's heavy organic matter right down underneath there, and it has nowhere to go but up through the mushroom. So it can be okay. a good thing, but if you don't like it, then let's attempt it as a control measure. Dust with sulfur or uh, consan, or if it's a soil area, maybe you want to make it look like a mulched area, then get some high-end compost and use the high-end compost as a mulch. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, you got you got options. I, I thought it might be from a, a from an animal. Uh, like no, species, no, so. it's usually from organic matter in the soil or in the mulch, right then and there. All right, uh, we said Raj and Cypress would be up next. Here he comes, Raj. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, uh, good morning, Randy. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Randy, from listening to you in the past, uh, I wanted to get your advice on. Uh, on replacing an oak tree, I've got a Mexican oak. I had two of them. One of them is uh, not going to make it. My budget is around three hundred dollars, and from from your recommendations, I've decided. I think, unless you have a better idea, on a nut all oak. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the nut all oak. Yeah, uh, I so like to tell people when you look at my list of you know approved trees for. Replacement purposes, what you like, I may not like, what I like, you may not like. That's why we tell people to read that list. Sounds like you've kind of done your research. I am a yes, huge sir. fan of the nut all oak because it grows fast, great leaves for shade purposes, and you can find a really nice size one for $300. You really can. I mean, probably 45, 60 gallon. I would, since I'm in Cyprus, I probably, on a day like today, if I wanted to do this today, I'd go to RCW Nursery. RCW. Yeah, there are 249 okay. in Beltway. Yeah, yeah, I've been there many times. Um, one of our tree farm friends, uh, Verdant Tree Farm, they're not open on Sundays. Now, you can call and get an appointment made, and sometimes they'll meet you up there on Sundays. So, two websites you should check out today for traveling purposes, rcwnurseries.com and then uh, Verdant Tree Farm, V-E-R-D-A-N-T, verdanttreefarm.com. Okay. Uh, thank you much, Randy. You're welcome. And it, look, it, it, it's going to be easy to uh, get a nice size one for $300. I mean, I've seen some nice size ones. If you're going to do the work yourself, you know, for under that, $200, $250. Um, obviously, if you have them do the planting, it's going the charge is going to go up. And both those places will do planting for you, turnkey. A lot of people will want instant gratification on size, so you go to like a tree farm and have them do it for you. You just pick it out, tell them, bring this one to the house, do the work. Neat thing about like these tree farms, like RCW have their own tree farm, does the work for you, or Verdant, is by the time they're done, you never knew they were there. It doesn't look like something just got planted. They're so good at what they do. 713-212-KTRH is our number. Hang tight if you are William in Laporte. 
or Mark and Lake Jackson. Speaking of Lake Jackson, that's where I should go do books. <laughs> oh man, that uh, Lake Hardware down there in uh, Clute, uh, not Clute, Lake Angleton. So yeah, Angleton, Lake Jackson are kind of that area down there. They have two Lake Hardwares in that region, but uh, that big one, that's a huge place. We could do serious social distancing. So I have to think about that when coming up with ideas for the book signing. But I'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, is there an Ace Hardware store, a hardware store, a nursery, a garden center uh, we haven't been to in a while with our normal appearances in the spring? I'm going to personally book a lot of book signings on Saturdays and Sundays to do immediately after the radio show for uh, pretty much mid-November all the way through December 14th. All right? That's mid-December. <laughs> Get it? And so uh, we have a potential for 8 to 10 different book signings. I'll probably land about six, make a bare minimum of five or six happen, um, because then we're going to line up appearances for spring on our normal way, because we're going to try to get as much back to normal garden line-wise when it comes to appearances and um, events and book signings. But definitely want to get this book in as many people's hands as possible for Christmas season. You need it yourself personally, but then you buy a few more for gifts to give out. It's just a very cost-effective gift. And we're going to make it worth your while, but we got to find some places to do that. So let's discuss that throughout the morning as well. Great garden line questions already this morning, but we'll uh, weave in some book signing ideas too. 713 212 KTRH. Garden line. This is a filthy act where a little dirt won't hurt. Even seven o'clock and the sun's out. It's bright. It's light. It's almost like uh, sun's come up an hour earlier or something. Oh, I totally stole your line. I was working on something behind the scenes here, just organization. And Callum's like trying to talk to my ear. He goes, "Hey, well, look, it's like sun's come up an hour earlier." I go, "I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what were you saying?" I wasn't on Actually, it was a good line. It's like the sun came up an hour early. Daylight savings time is over. It's 6.53. Look how light it is outside. We haven't seen that in a long time. Which means it's going to be nice and dark at 5 p.m. tonight. So, I got to start going to my park workout walk run with my wife much earlier. We used to go like after 5. Now, it's going to be, we're going to have to do it at 4. Get some, keep some light out there. Good morning to the rest of you. I'm Randy Lemon. This is the Garden Line. Let's sneak in a call or two before we uh, finish this hour. Who's been there longest? That's William in Laporte. Good morning, William. Randy, is it time to cut back the oleanders? It's technically it's um, you're a day late. <laughs> okay. Okay. October's the month, so yeah, you could do it right now. Uh, I don't like to g- do it when it gets too close to freezing weather, but we got we don't got that coming up anytime real soon. So yeah, and yeah, the answer the answer to the next question is I don't really care. Oleanders are impervious to pruning. <laughs> you can prune as much as you want or as little as you want, but October is the month, and usually every other year is the concept. Right. Okay. 
So anywhere all through November. Yeah. I mean, the well, no, I wouldn't. A, I would not oh. go that far. Don't okay. be putting words in my mouth. I was like, oh. I'd like to make sure you get it done ASAP because I don't want any freezing weather to come along because a freshly cut oleander. Uh, that's why we like to do it in October and let and give it a chance to superize, heal over on that pruning. Then if a you cut it and a week later we got a freeze, that fresh cuts like a straw to the cold weather, pulls okay. it into the plant. All right, all right, appreciate it. So don't don't use an excuse like you no know, th- have to wait till after Thanksgiving to get it done. Right. Okay. Thanks. You bet. Uh, let's see if we can sneak in one more. What do you say? Here's Mark and Lake Jackson. Morning, Mark. Good morning. Hey, I have uh, I lost my entire front yard about two thousand square feet, and I'll advise people don't let that happen to you. It's very expensive. I've killed it. I've tilled it. I'm looking at about six inches of nice soft dirt. So the plan is to just roughly level the the dips, and then I need to compact it. Right? I don't hear much about that. I need to compact it to really see how it's going to settle. No. And then when you lay you know, the grass, then you do the rolling of it with you know weighted roller so that's when you do the compacting because you want those roots to not have to you want those roots to touch loosened soil kill till fill sod so that fill part we're not trying to tamp down and make hard as a rock we're trying to keep it loosey-goosey i mean i love your concept and you said it the words you're trying to fill in the dips and the cracks and the crevices and that's what the fill part does so yeah you work on the camber and the tilt of that yard you lay the sod on top of that Once side goes down, that's when you try to roll it flat and try to press it into the the soil that you created. Hopefully that all makes sense. Now, insider secret and all that. What if you don't do that? You reverse it all. (laughs) This is that. Get soil activator. Medina soil activator. Use it. Use it. Use it. Once a week. Once every other week for a couple of months. That soil activator will break down the mud that the grass comes in much quicker than just watering it alone because the microbes go to work on the mud. Uh, does that make sense? If it does, get busy with that somehow, some way, no matter what you do after you compact it. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. number two of four that we do here on Saturday and Sunday mornings exclusively on News Radio 740 KTRH, that being Garden Line. I'm your host, Randy Lemon. I haven't done an official introduction of our producer board op, fellow high-end tequila drinker now. The young Callum Reed, the Scottish Pine. Uh, I actually gifted him this morning with, I promised, I told myself I was going to bring it to him yesterday, but 
Uh, I was not in the most awake mode yesterday at 5 a.m. Today, I was awake at 4.30, thanks to daylight savings time ending. Um, but I brought him my homemade baked potato soup. And I, I'm, I didn't tell him he had to eat it while we were on the air, but I'm going to see whether or not he gets hungry enough to try it later on. Otherwise, he'll take it home, and he should take it home, make some bacon, crispy bacon, make little bits of crispy bacon, a little bit of cheddar cheese, a little bit of uh, chopped onions on there, chopped green onions or chives if, if you're growing chives in your backyard. Um, and then that and maybe just a tiny little dollop of sour cream. Oh, that's some good stuff. You know it's good when both children, because my son came in from college this weekend, both children and mom and son's friend, who's from, where is he from? Henderson? Not Henderson. We're at Kilgore. One of his fellow teammates on the tennis team he brought in, and he loved it. So, got lots of nice thumbs up compliments on it. It's a lot of work, actually, making baked potatoes. More work than I thought it was, because you have to peel the potatoes. Then, of course, I I go to town on the, the vegetables, I dice them up, and then really cook them down opaque so that they, they work in the blender so you can have basically making a bisque. The Here's the other thing I do. I don't know whether it's right or wrong. I wonder if my buddy, who's a chef, big-time chef, is listening right now, and he's going to tell me I'm, I'm this is a horrific idea, but I do it a lot on soups like this. Instead of just chicken broth, it calls for a lot of chicken broth so you can get the liquid in the cook down. So if it calls for eight cups of chicken broth, four cups are, are white wine and four cups are chicken broth. So you have wine in there. But I do that just for flavoring because it has nothing to do with alcohol content. <laughs> but I usually, whenever it calls for a lot of chicken broth, I'll replace sometimes a half or a third with white wine. That's just my little cooking technique in there. So we'll have to get a full report either next Saturday or this coming Saturday. Or we might know something before 10 o'clock today. Who knows? Get that. But that's all yours, and I gave him his source of that. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. 713-212-KTRH is our number. That's Young Callum Reed. He is your taking your calls first and foremost. And he really doesn't need detail from you. I need the details. So when you're talking to Callum, he's going to ask for your first name. Be kind of specific about where you're calling from. Don't just say Houston. And, and oftentimes, don't just say North Houston. You know, there's communities you can name, too. Like, people used to think Heights was North Houston. <laughs> because when it, when it was just here inside the 610 Loop, Houston, that would have been considered North Houston, the Heights. But So be specific. I'm in the Heights. You know, I'm in Spring. I'm in the Woodlands. I'm in Conroe. Um, just do that for me, because that'll help us kind of hone in on whether we need to get you somewhere or get a product in your hands from somewhere. So you can be brief with Callum about your subject matter. You can go into the detail with me. So the history he doesn't need, I do. And if you'll do that when you call that number, 713-212-KTRH, all will be well. Also, we're looking, still looking, and I haven't had anybody because we've had a full board of calls all morning. And by the way, you can weigh in on email here, okay? You, if you have access to our email link at KTRH.com, just go to the Garden Line page, and there's an email link. Uh, let me know about potential book signings November through December. Uh, the last potential one we can do would be November 14th. That's a Sunday. So every Saturday and Sunday between um, not next Saturday because you have the election. And then I'll start lining up. The day after the election, I'm going to start lining up book signings. 
can be Ace Hardware Stores, could be nurseries, garden centers. Um, so whoever's listening this morning, if you think, wow, X and Y and Z deserves to have a book signing, and boy, uh, you know, this community will be there to support it, then we would love to do that for you. But I have to make some arrangements this week. Got to get some agreements down. And I just, uh, help me think outside of the box on this a little bit, okay? Uh, if you think the place deserves it, let me know. Here is Peter in North Houston, first in, first up this hour. Peter, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Randy. Um, I recently got, um, a, maybe a day or two ago, a papaya plant. And I was wondering, it's only about two feet. Um, should I plant it indoors or outdoors because of the, the weather that's, you know, the winter that's coming up? Yeah, I mean, technically you're supposed to plant it outdoors. But if it's just a baby, then let's get it right. through this winter. Um, I'd say keep it in a container, redo the soil, keep it outdoors, mm-hmm. but be able to move it indoors if we get a freeze. Okay, so then, okay, so. then you're on kind of on your own because the good news is most papayas can handle 30 degrees. Right. But once you get 25 or below, you can lose those papayas. But they grow mm-hmm. so fast. <laughs> this is not I an know. indoor plant by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it can grow 15 feet in its first year. Oh, okay. And it get, it'll get up to 30 feet if it doesn't go through any freezes. Right. Okay. All right. So for the being a safe side, do it in, um, in so the So be, be able to move it, and if that means putting it on a wheel caster type thing, or if that means just bumping it up a little bit in size right now with some healthy, like, rose soil or citrus soil. Mm-hmm. Citrus soil would be great for the papaya in a container. Then let's baby it. Let's take really good care of it. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. When you get something like that as a gift, baby it. <laughs> Make it last. It's the way I'm dealing with my miracle berries. Callum's done the miracle berry before with us. Anybody that's new to our house gets to do the miracle berry. I got one in the refrigerator right now. I got about eight about to come off. We need to just do a miracle berry tasting party, miracle fruit tasting party so much fun but i will baby those things will die below 30 degrees if left outdoors during a freeze so they're in the size containers right now with really healthy soil that's why they're growing so well and producing so well that they will be protected intensely protected intensely protected this winter um and guess what you can um you can feed that miracle berry that papaya any of these uh foods that we talk about when we talk about citrus food. We have friends like that have companies like Nelson Plant Fit. They make a citrus avocado food. I could papayas, I've used it on my uh, miracle fruit, the citrus and avocado food from Nelson Plant Food. Yes, we talk a lot about Nelson Plant Foods Color Star and that's great for our fall color. But when it comes to feeding something specifically, they make all these different plant foods, rose food, azalea food. Uh, you name it, they've got it, but they've got a citrus and avocado food. And I can, besides obviously the citrus, a lot of fruit trees would benefit from that. Avocados, obviously. Well, things like papayas, mangoes, if you're growing them, they'll benefit from these kind of foods. Check out the complete lineup of great plant foods from nelsonplantfood.com. Uh, they're in, the, especially Color Star, is just about in every store, every Ace store, every hardware store, every feed store. As for the individual flavors, if they don't have, like the citrus and avocado food today, they can order for you, get it turned around rather quick. Quickly. So just let the uh, the store know that you would like them to start carrying the Nelsons. Well, name the flavor: citrus, 
avocado, azalea, plumeria, bougainvillea, and flowering vines we talked about yesterday. Great example. Nelson Plant. It all starts online at nelsonplantfood.com. If it grows, Randy knows. I don't make the magic happen. I just invite it in. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Off the, I'm not going to tell you what we said off the air, but you know those El Arroyo signs outside of Austin? Or, I know here in Texas, but the Mexican restaurant that changes their old-fashioned signage constantly with just some hilarious thoughts. One of my favorite that they did not too long ago, and if I'm not saying this correctly, someone can call in and correct me, but it says, I think I remember saying, not all heroes wear capes. In 2020, a lot of more scrubs. That's a good one. What's the one about in 20 years from now, people running the country, we're all homeschooled or something? It's kind of scary thought process. Uh, crazy. 2020 stinks. No, what was it earlier? 2020 stupid. <laughs> like the LSU fans. Football stupid. 2020 stupid. I got you. I got you covered on that. So we were talking about Medina products just a little while ago. I just really want to tell a fun little story. Uh, when I first got here, so we're coming up on the 25th anniversary of me getting here to do Garden Line. Actually doing, I mean, I sat behind the scenes for a month or so and uh, wasn't on the air for a while, but I was employed on December 21st, back in 1995. And I heard the, the guys on the air talk about Medina, 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 Medina Soil Activator or Yogurt for the Soil. And so I had to do my own research. I uh, got to use a great, uh, I got a, a care kit from the owners of Medina back then because I didn't know enough about the product to be doing endorsements for them right away. But boy, when I got in a big old thing of Medina Soil Activator, and I started using it on my first house where I had this hard pan hump of soil in the backyard. And I did. I did it every week for about two months. And that became the best richest, thickest area of grass eventually because the soil activator was constantly being like mini tillers, miniature tillers, microbes just going to work over there. So when we talk about using Medina soil activator on newly installed lawns, you will benefit from that. Check out medinaag.com and get the information about all their great products that we recommend here on the garden line. Greg in Bel Air, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for taking my call. Um, hopefully you received my pictures. I've got a couple of citrus trees, a, a satsuma and a Myers lemon, that um, have some sort of disease in it. You can see the sort of the gray-green splotches on the bark, and then the bark is peeling, sort of peeling back. Well, and, that's two uh, different issues. Okay. All right. Um, well, I was calling. Okay. How can I solve that if I can? Uh, well, the first, the spotting issue is I'm not going to worry about on the second picture. Um, if you really want to do something about that, get out there. I just mentioned a product a little while ago called Consan, C-O-N-S-A-N. Make a solution of Consan and water and a sponge, and let's just kind of rub it on those white spots. I don't think that's what's leading to the bark falling. Usually when you have bark peeling away like that, it... It looks like the tree has not been pruned properly over a period of time. And then also it may have in recent years 
grown too much inside. The inside uh, cameo layer of the bark uh, grew too fast, and the bark couldn't keep up with that, so it splits. Uh, In situations okay. like this, I usually tell people to get what's called tree gauze, tree wrap, right? Okay. And it's a, like it's a what's the word? I, I call it tree gauze, but because it has the you know the air, it can breathe, but at the same time has a stickiness nature to it that you're going to put a bandage on this tree, wrap it like you would an ace bandage, yeah. but a yeah. lot more breathing capacity. Now, now the the fruit this year is on my on my satsuma and the and the lemon is is much smaller than normal. It's uh, a little sour. So is that a symptom of the losing the bark as well? Doubt it. Uh, and you can and I'm not joking when I say this. You can blame it on 2020. I mean, we uh, a lot of people had some weird weather circumstances on their citrus fruit citrus trees in the springtime when it's trying to set up shop. Uh, if these trees ever froze back to the ground and came back from the ground, that may be why they're bitter tasting because they're coming from the rootstock. But uh, also the consistency of food. And we were just talking about citrus food a little while ago. Consistency right. of feeding a citrus tree will help the flavor down the line and a consistency of moisture. When you go through roller coaster rides of moisture and food, you get the splitting bark. But if you're very consistent with everything and then, you know, supplementing when Mother Nature's not helping, uh, especially on the moisture level, you don't have the splitting bark thing. But to me, if you were like, you had really good satsumas and Meyer lemons last year and they're a little more bitter this year, I would venture to guess that there was inconsistency on feeding, inconsistency on pruning, and inconsistency on the moisture. Okay. All right. All right. That's all good. So be consistent. And you know okay. we're gonna. I'll get the tree gauze immediately. Is that something Southwest would have? Southwest, Southwest fertilizer is one of the few places that carries it. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah, kind of okay. beat me to the punch there. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. For and your and time. I would uh, take that picture of the splitting bark too as well okay. into them and, okay. and have a look see get a pair of eyes on it that way too. Okay. Appreciate your help. You bet. Well, I hope it helps. Here's Charlotte and Katie up next. Morning, Charlotte. Yes. Uh, I have a citrus uh, lemon tree that's in a pot. Is now an okay time to transplant to the ground, or should we wait till spring? Yes. (laughs) Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, both times are okay. <laughs> both, both work. Um, okay. If you can... Uh, you're where? You're in Katie, yeah. Not, not that far out. But, yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, Katie gets freezes quicker than... That sometimes parts of Northwest Houston because out in the well, prairie. I'm really north. I'm really northwest. It's Elbridge okay. and Tim. Um, if you will protect it, if you can make it move on a freezing night, then yes, you can keep it in a container. If you want to plant it in the ground, uh, then make sure you're able to put blanket or frost cover on it on nights that it's going to get below 28, 29 degrees for several hours. Okay. 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 And, or uh, keep it in the container, baby it. And let's plan it when we know we're done with the freezing weather, spring of 2021. Okay. okay. So, uh, and also as far as uh, 
in the pot and in the ground, how often the citrus food? Um, we do it. Uh, we start in February at the pruning, and we do it every other month up to Ford feedings. Uh, so if I do it at the first of March, May, July, then I'm going to suspend for a couple of months. I'm going to get one feeding in sometime towards the end of September, but by the first of October. Those are the four typical feedings of a citrus tree. Four times a year. Okay. Now that's max three if you want to spread it out a little bit more, but that that's the consistency of the feeding that's important with the citrus food. Okay. Okay, thank you very You're much. You're welcome very much. So we were just talking about Southwest Fertilizer. Let me give you the details on this. What a great place. And it's open on Sundays, uh, even during this COVID-19 thing. So wear your mask. They uh, do control the population in the store. That's good for them for that. Uh, they're doing social distancing. But this is the place to get all those unusual things and all the standard things and about five different things in one category, like pre-emergent herbicide. They've got four or five that they'll recommend for you. And yes, they have the ones that we recommend, uh, like we were just talking about. They're one of the few places that will carry things like tree gauze, tree wrap, um, maybe a tanglefoot, if you ever want to use that to control the bugs on the trees. A great place. It's a one-of-a-kind place for the Garden Line audience. It's a lawn and garden tradition for many people. My dad used to go there. <laughs> That's how long it's been around. And you can benefit from it, too. Worth the trip, no matter where you come from. And we always say, if you've never been there, make a trip this week, this weekend. I'm going to be going there this week because I'm going to get them stocked on the books, too, for upcoming uh, Christmas shopping season. Southwest Fertilizer is at the corner of Bissonette and Renwick. Online, southwestfertilizer.com. Also online at yardgeek.com. Garden Line, where it's always cool to be a pansy. A pansy lover. Good. That keeps me entertained. This kind of stuff. Still like the uh, not all heroes wear capes. Today, many of them were scrubs. 713-212-KTRH. We only have one line open, so I say that fast. So if you want to dial in fast, you can get out behind everybody else. Just want to remind everybody that this past week's email tip pretty much reminded you, starting here November 1st, is true start of tree pruning season. Doesn't have to be done tomorrow. You call Affordable Tree Service today, get booked for the rest of November. Get booked for December. Heck, if you want to wait till January, book them for January. Our tree pruning season is pretty much November 1st through the end of February. All right? So I got you for four solid months. Get booked when you want them to come do it. Doesn't have to be done tomorrow, so don't panic. The only, the only panic is if maybe you have a dead tree. If it's brown, take it down. You don't want to wait for any more winds to maybe topple that into a house or a car or a fence. So whatever tree work you need done, Affordable Tree Service will do it for you. Oh, by the way, they'll deep root feed at no additional cost if you pay to have the trees pruned right now, December, January. When they do the pruning, they'll do deep root feeding at no additional cost if you ask. 713-699-2663. That's 713-699-2663. Did you see our tip sheet last week about proof of insurance? They have it. When they come out and do your bid, they always have proof of insurance. I would never recommend a tree company that is not fully insured to come on out. And when I say fully insured, I mean workman's comp on their workers, too. Because I did have that email that came in. guy was all sick to his stomach that he was going to get sued by his uh, neighbors because basically the tree limb that he had cut off went slamming into their air conditioning system. 
And, uh, of course, the tree company that did that work was not insured, and he can't get a hold of them anymore. Duh. They don't have, if they say, no, I'm insured, but I just don't have the proof on me. No, they're not. They, ha- they can prove it on an f- iPhone, smartphone, their website, or physically in person. They'll show you in their binder. This is our proof of insurance. Better do Please don't ever hire a tree company that's not fully insured. Please. All right, who's been there the longest? I believe Kevin and Cinco Ranch, right? Yes, Cinco Ranch, here we come. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Uh, yesterday you talked a lot about um, now is a good time to prune shrubs and, and trees, and you mentioned that a little bit today. Uh, when is a good time to prune uh, crepe myrtles, and, and how much pruning do you need to do? Because I know you don't like the massacre, so how much pruning needs to be done and when? Um, the best time to prune crape myrtles is usually January through February. Okay. I like I like to wait until Valentine's Day. Uh, you see a lot of landscaping crews errantly pruning them in December and and early January, or you may see some in late November doing it. But that's just them trying to keep their crews busy. Sad but true. And don't ever follow a landscape crew's pruning practice on crape myrtles because they don't know. They have never educated their crews. They haven't educated themselves. A crape myrtle is a tree for the most part, unless you get the miniature or the dwarf versions. The standard crape myrtle is a tree by definition. We don't prune trees way back every year. So my answer to your specific question is as little as possible in January and December. At the very least, take off the old expired uh, bloom heads and clean up, you know, interior branches, crisscrossing branches. Leave as okay. much of the tree okay. intact as possible. Yeah, I've got the smaller ones. I've got the dwarf ones. And you treat it still like a tree, though, and you don't need to prune it until January and February. And, okay. again, bare minimum if possible. If you prune it by more than half, and, oh boy, the miniature and dwarf one's going to look funky for a while. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, even though it is a tree, we do separate the cray myrtle from the normal. When I talk about tree printing that I just did, we're talking the oaks. The maples, the pines, the elms, the big hardwood trees. That crape myrtle is not a big hardwood tree, but by definition, it's still a tree, and that's why we don't commit crape myrtle massacre. That's why we don't commit crape murder on this program with our protocols. Been writing about it for years. I remember when I I was taught crape myrtle ma- annual crape myrtle massacre when I was working for Texas A&M's agricultural communications department, and I moved down here, and I think. It was um, Brenda Buse Smith, the lazy gardener with the Chronicle, that coined the term crepe murder for me. And I like, I like that. <laughs> so we don't do either here on the garden line. Let's go next to, it's going to be Sherry in the middle of Waller County. Uh, and then we're going to take a break. And I got Tommy and Sandy. Sandy's got some pictures to look at, I believe, too. Sherry, middle of Waller County, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling or letting me call. I have two questions. One about a mentally plum. Um, it's about three years old. It looks great, except something has eaten an awful lot of those leaves off. Okay. Well, that's and that's it, not important right now because you're going to lose the leaves okay. anyway yes, with this weather. But, okay. And so let me let me never... back up on that. Be prepared when we do our normal pruning in February, March, for fruit trees, pears, peaches, plums, those variety of fruit trees we're probably in the end of february going to tell everybody it's time to prune those then when it Mm -hmm. starts growing new leaves every month 
March, April, May, June, July, at least five to six months every month, we want to spray it with neem oil. We'll call it a poor man's spray schedule. It keeps diseases and insects at bay from those fruit trees. Great. And it hasn't uh, ever produced uh, fruit. If you only have one, Um, Mathley, you need a second. I have one that I bought. Their root looks like a stick, so maybe it wasn't able to. You have to have uh, pollinators for Methley's. Bruce and Methley are, you know, cohabitators. They usually pollinate each other. You need another plum tree for pollination purposes, usually when you have one Methley. That's probably why it hadn't produced for you. Great. Then I have a grapefruit in pot. It's about, um, I bought it at a Master Gardener sale last year. And it is flowering right now. Yeah, t- go ahead and prune all those off today. Okay. Is it just the weather? Yeah, it's, it's the goofy weather. It's 2020. It's, Come on. It's 2020. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all I need. All right. Thank good you, luck Randy. with that. And then you know what? Keep listening. We, I say this, be, be subscribed to our weekly email tips. Follow us on Facebook. Listen to us, you know, every time we're on the air. We will let everybody know when it is pruning season for whatever fruit tree you have. We will cover so many of these things on tip sheets and Facebook posts. We'll remind people about the poor man's spray schedule. Let's chill a little bit here in you know November and December when it comes to the fruit trees. Just kind of like ride them out until we get to 2021. And we're, there's a lot of stuff we'll do to get back into action, get back on a plan. 713-212-KTRH is our phone number, 713-212-5874. Let's talk uh, trees one more time, all right, since we've kind of been on tree vein this hour. I got the other tree farm that's the biggest tree farm in the city limits of Houston, an verdant tree farm, not open on Sundays regularly unless you set up an appointment. So please go to Verdant, V-E-R-D-A-N-T, VerdantTreeFarm.com. Get the phone number there. See, if you're just anxious to get something going today, you can call them, set up an appointment. They'll go meet you up there. But Monday through Saturday, they're at Barker Cypress just north of Clay Road, and we always talk about the instant gratification size of the trees and the palms. And you'll see what I'm talking about if you go exactly to that website, Verdant Tree farm.com click on the residential link right and then run that little bar over from right to left and you'll see what i mean by instant gratification size on the palm trees and you're going to go yeah that's what i want to do and you're going to do it with verdant tree farm v-e-r-d-a-n-t verdanttreefarm.com call them see if you can set up an appointment for today if they're going to work today i don't know but monday through saturday they're at barker cypress just north of clay so many problems so little time T-H-Y-M-E. Sorry. It finally happened. You've gone completely Fruit Loops. The heart is a bloom Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room Space to rent in this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck, and you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found a friend to take you out of this place, someone you could lend a hand. <laughs> 713-212. You're timing up. That was way too perfect for me. 713-212-KTRH. 
All right, let's uh, get back to the board of calls. What do you say we go to uh, Sandy in southwest Houston, who also has some pictures I'm going to pull up right now at S-K-E-R-B-O-W. Hey, I got them. All right. Well, wait a minute. You say you're Sandy, but the name on the email is somebody different. It says Sherry. That's okay. Yeah. So, so who am I talking to, Sherry or Sandy? Sherry. Yeah, both. Everybody calls me Sandy, but some people call me Sherry. So officially, uh, you are Sherry, but Absolutely. casually, you're Sandy. Sandy, uh, you sent me a picture of brown patch. Perfect example of brown patch. Good news, bad news. What do you want first? Well, the the bad news was that somebody told me uh, that it was fungus, so I sprayed it, it with fertilizer. Brown patch is a fungal disease. Okay. What do I spray it with? Well, you don't have to do anything now. Um, keep an eye on it uh-huh. in a week from now. If you start seeing... Okay, so let me explain something to everybody out there. Perfect picture of brown patch. She, she's got all these rounded little circles joining together in her, I guess, backyard. Right off mm-hmm. of a, a little... Uh, it. This is not a problem for me. Okay, this is good. livable. It, it is what it is. You're not going to be able to green it up anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. The question is, is it still growing? The pictures you sent, I can't be 100% certain because I'm not there looking at it in person. But that, mm-hmm. that somewhat close-up picture so of the two pictures you sent, I, mean, mm-hmm. I can see where the circles are. If on the outer perimeter of those circles there's no yellowing blades, mm-hmm. like really bright yellow blades, then mm-hmm. it is what it is. That is. You're going to have to deal with this until we, we green everything up in February. All right? Okay. Yeah. If, you, if a week from now... You start seeing that yellowing happening, then put a fungicide out again. You can put any fungicide out, water it in. It'll probably be good for 21 days, and hopefully by then it'll be cold, cold again, like 40-degree uh-huh. lows, 60-degree highs. It's the 80-degree highs and 60-degree lows that make this exacerbate and gets worse. The only other thing I would tell you is if you're following our schedule or not, if you yeah. are, this just stay true to the schedule. Right. If you're uh-huh. not and you're using a national brand of fertilizer with higher nitrogen, stop doing that because higher nitrogen fertilizers in the winter, fall and wintertime exacerbate, make it grow further, brown patch. And if you've never read anything we've ever written about brown patch, you could do that right now. You Google search my name, Randy Lemon and brown patch. We've written about it for 24 years. Um, the other part of that is you can just get it online right now and go to KTRH.com. Click on my face while I'm on the air and go to the archive of tip sheets, and you're going to see uh, the brown patch under the bees and uh, all the different ways we can control it. You can put compost out if you want to. That's one way to control it. But a situation like this, you got an otherwise very healthy lawn that should respond quickly in February of 2021 if you stay true to the schedule. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
halfway done with today or three quarters of the way done with the entire Garden Line weekend. Ooh, neat math there. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Okay. Quick on the emails. Uh, we tell people we definitely uh, we will look at emails during the show. Uh, I, this is not an email answering service, so, you know, when I get done with the show today at 10 o'clock, boom, the automatic replies start flowing back to you guys. Monday through Friday. I start. I actually start looking at them again on Fridays, but when I'm there and they come in during the show, if it's just a question, we try to answer them as quick as possible. Uh, I got a guy who was very upset that I wouldn't come out to his yard. <laughs> uh, okay, can I clarify that real quick? I do have a consulting business. I do charge for that. Somebody's mad at me because his friend, who's a Garden Line fan, this guy obviously not, doesn't listen to Garden Line ever, his friend, who's a Garden Line fan, said to him, and I quote, email Randy, he'll come to your yard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will for a fee. He's not happy with that. <laughs> but it's he. this is the simple answer. William, you don't need me to come out to tell you. You have nut grass. You are loaded with nut grass. You need to get a nut sedge type herbicide. Nut grass, nut sedge. They're, the names go Sedge Hammer, Sedge Ender, and Nutgrass Annihilator. Just make sure you add a surfactant when you, you're doing that. So he's mad that I'm not coming out for free. Sorry about that. We have other e- emails I'll get to in a moment. One of them has to do with a little bit of clarification on azomite. But let's start with the simple math on this. It is November 1st. We are still doing the fall feeding, the winterizer, if you will. But on our fertilization schedule, Randy Lemon's lawn fertilization schedule, Nitrofoss has the fall special. It is specially designed for Gulf Coast area lawns, St. Augustine, Bermuda, and Zoysia. They have the pre-emergent herbicide, the two-in-one pre-emergent herbicide known as Barricade. That's especially designed for Gulf Coast area lawns, Bermuda, St. Augustine, and Zoysia. All right? And you can get these products just about everywhere. Nitrofoss is at the nurseries, the garden centers, the feed stores, the hardware stores. And very specifically, they're at all the Ace hardware stores. So the Nitrofoss three-step is... I'm not worried about the third step right now because the cooler weather has really stopped brown patching its tracks for all intents and purposes. If you see the flare-up, then you need the third step. And that would be either Eagle Turf fungicide or Total Brown Patch Control. Both of them granular, and they last for about 21 days. So, if you want to get one in before the next cold spell, okay, fine. And I just don't think it's necessary right now with uh, these 40 and 50 degree nights that stop Brown Patch from growing any further. But I mentioned that you can get these Nitrofoss products at the closest Ace Hardware store near you. If you don't know where the closest Ace Hardware store is, and I haven't heard from anybody today. I was expecting some calls from people going, you need to come to our Ace Hardware store for a book signing. We'll definitely play this out on Facebook and maybe on the internet and social media. But we are looking for uh, maybe someplace we've never been before that's got a big enough square footage that we can do a book signing and still do social distancing the right way. I should say this up front. This is, we'll call this the Laura Beth Jackson rule. Really longtime friend, fan of Garden Line, Laura Beth Jackson. Um, whenever I do an appearance near her or a book signing near her, she'll bring a list of questions. If we do a book signing, you cannot bring me a list of questions because we have to limit time with exposure, okay? So we're going to put the Laura Beth Jackson rule into effect if we do some book signing near you. If you want to bring me one question, one plant to look at, I have no problem with that. 
when we do these book signings. But the purpose of the book signing is to get the hands for gift giving in the coming season. Because this new book that came out in January of 2020 got shut down by March. We didn't market it at all. But this will be the first Christmas for it. And I'm going to make a big deal about that. So you'll hear me talking a lot about book signings coming up in mid-November through mid-December. Um, and make a suggestion. You can make it via email. i got a couple of suggestions via email. Um, if you want to call in and make that suggestion, you can do that as well this morning at 713-212-KTRH. So the Greater Houston Ace retailers carry the Nitrofoss, right? That also means they carry a lot of the other products we talk about. But if you don't know where the Greater Houston Ace retailer is near you, well, we're going to do a few of these book signings, all right? I made a promise to them that this is the time we need to, for Christmas gift-giving purposes, couldn't do it. But we got to make sure that they're bigger square footage ones and they can create plenty of room. And so i got to get some agreements with them. But I'd like to hear from you guys about which of the Greater Houston Ace retailer stores you think would be best for us to do book signings from mid-November through mid-December. And, again, find the closest one at acehardwaretexas.com, where they carry the nitrofoss, where they carry those nutgrass-type herbicides and... Back to the schedule, and this had to do with um, another, Trudy was asking about the azomites, because I'm, I'm a little wondering whether or not you consider the azomite, the trace minerals, I just saw your schedule, uh, very important at this time of the year. And I know she's asking this because it says optional. I, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again today. If you think your lawn is healthy and looking great, and no problems whatsoever, you probably don't need the trace minerals, trace elements. But if you've been following the schedule, but we've had all these rains over the last several years, let's even go back to just uh, Hurricane Harvey, all right? All these rains, the floodwaters, the heavy rains, the tax day floods, the memorial, this leaches out all the trace minerals, trace elements. The rain pounds out the trace elements, trace minerals. That's what azomite is for us. It brings back trace minerals and trace elements, and it makes a fertilization program work even that much better, all right? It, it like completes the life cycle of the fertilization schedule. But again, it is still optional. The places that we talk about, you will definitely find it. Southwest Fertilizer, Plants for All Seasons, Warren Southern Garden, Kingwood Garden Center. I know that uh, not on today because they're closed, but even the places like the ground up, their bulk locations sell azomite. A lot of Ace Hardware stores are carrying azomite because it's coming out of the Nitrofoss warehouse as well. So if you have any questions, any clarification questions about using the trace element package that we talk about in the fertilization schedule, you can always just quickly opt for azomite. There are others out there, but azomite is in the biggest bags, and that kind of makes it the most cost-effective of the trace elements out there. And that's on my job here is to make these things easy for you, where to get them, and cost-effective. So if you have never done a trace element, trace mineral package... You can do it during your fall feeding. It is on the schedule. And azomite is considered the most readily available out there. If you need more information, please take a moment and go to azomite.com. Here's Tommy in San Leon. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning. So I've got a weird uh, situation where I have a, um accidental watermelon patch that was started after a cookout. Kind of largely ignored it till it, it really started growing started watering it but the i start out with these really great beautiful little green striped watermelons but they they quickly turn a bright orange and they just quit growing when they get to be about the size of a big marble yeah it's not pollinating correctly so next time you get a 
watermelon patch going. Uh, you need to know the difference between a male and a female blossom on a cucurbit crop. Cucurbits, watermelon, cantaloupe, eggplant. Um, <laughs> can you tell what I think about eggplant? Uh, watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, uh, cucumbers, zucchini, squash. Oh, those are all cucurbit plants. The pollination is key to success for it. And if you don't have a lot of bees in the area, you don't get a lot of help. So then you need to know the difference between a male and female blossom. You grab a male blossom, you open it up, and you rub a little bit of that pollen from the male blossom on each of the female blossoms. So your education from here till spring of 2021 is learn about male and female blossoms and how to pollinate yourself. Pollinate on your own. Okay. Okay. Need anything else? No, sir. That was that. That answers my question. And, and be Thank consistent with the food. Watermelons are heavy feeders, and of course, they need you know very consistent, heavy moisture. But uh, it really, when you've had the blooms and you've had the baby fruit, and they fall off, no matter what the cucurbit crop I just cucurbit crop I just mentioned. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Um, it's all about pollination, and when you don't have a lot of bees, and we many sections of this listening region have had a really significant bee reduction and you'll understand what i mean and it really does help self-pollinating becomes fun i do it on my tomatoes i do it on my cucumbers i've done it on watermelons before it's fun and then you know you're going to be hitting it and it's going to be like major production once you do the self-pollination this is the garden line on news radio 740 ktrh we'll be right back Garden Line. We're a grassroots organization. San Francisco Bay, house be 39. Early PM, can remember what time. Got the waiting cab, stopped at the red light. I dress for sure of, but it's not just right. Hi, this is the Garden Line News Radio 740 KTRH. Let's get back to the board of calls in one second. I just, I got this note. This is cool, all right? You ready? Starting next weekend, they're not open today, so don't panic. But if you need some ground up products by the bag, just go to their website, thegroundup.com, and you'll see some retail locations, hardware stores, feed stores, nurseries, and garden centers that carry the great ground up products. But Starting next weekend, we're going to be helping them celebrate their 10-year anniversary sale here on the Garden Line. If you follow us on Facebook, I'm pretty sure either Thursday or Friday, you'll know what's going to happen. I mean, that's going to be deals on bags, going to be deals on bulk. They're going to have a, a couple of their locations where they have things like fertilizers and tools and lighting. They're going to have sales on all that kind of stuff, sand, base sand, pavers, stone, Great news. 10-year anniversary sale coming up. First and foremost, get familiar with them at thegroundup.com. Know where their three bulk locations are, which you can do that at thegroundup.com. And be following us on Facebook for sure. Listen to us next weekend. We're going to give you all the details to help them celebrate their 10-year anniversary here in the Houston area. Thegroundup.com. Let's go next to, who's been there the longest, Lee in Sharpstown. Lee, good morning. Morning, Randy. Good to talk to you again. Uh, and, what's uh, up? What do you got this morning? Glad you're posting your book again. I, I actually saw it before March. You know, I got your 2020 book that you didn't want to call 2020. Yeah, no. How so, about that? My wife's brilliant. 
I complimented her on that the other day. I was like, you know what? If I haven't thanked you again for talking me out of naming the book Gulf Coast Gardening for 2020, I am so glad I did not put that title on the book. And the reprint could be Gulf Coast Gardening for the Apocalypse. It's all good. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's too harsh of a word, but I love your sense of humor about it. All right, I pulled up your pictures. They're all out of focus. What do you want me to do about that? Oh, shoot. They were in focus when yeah, I, I, I know what it is based on just the out-of-focus picture. You're covered up with mealybugs. That's not a fungus. That's mealybugs. Oh. So my okay. advice to you would be go read our tip sheet that we did back in early summer, I believe, called Mealybug Mayhem. So you could like Google search Mealybug Mayhem. And okay. right now, I just blast that off with water, and I might come back with a little bit of spinosad. Um, what kind of plants are, am I looking at in those pictures? Those are uh, Mexican petunias. Okay, Mexican petunias. Yeah, it's definitely mealybugs. Um, you can blast it off with water, come back and cut those long stems back. This is a good time to prune back Mexican petunias to an even level right now. Okay. And get them ready for the so, winter. Blast them off. Uh, the other was the, the Ternera. I wasn't sure which one I had. The one that makes a nice tea that's an aphrodisiac or the one that is missing. Which one? I mean, sorry, the, the third picture, what do you think that is? Uh, what? I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Um, uh, Ternera, Ternera uh, either either the, uh, the Ternera diffusa or the Ternera omifolia. Uh, I, I, I can't read it. Uh, oh, it looks like a mint to me. <laughs> it looks like it's in the well, mint a family. Flower, it's just it was too early in the morning and it hadn't opened up yet. It opens in the morning and, and closes at night. But those are like mint leaves. Yeah, they look kind of like it. But but mint doesn't have a big yellow flower and it grows into a bush. I see them all over the neighborhood. They're really common. Uh, and they just grew up. We didn't plant them. They came, you know, they, a bird gave them to us. The only thing I could tell you that it might be is a false mallow. Uh, uh, false mallow is, you know, in that kind of family of lantana. I haven't, I, I've not seen that picture. No, and that's not a false mallow. I don't know. You got me on this one. Just looking uh, at the I'll picture. Bring it out when you do a book signing, and uh, yeah, you know, you do, if you can bring the leaves, and we can we can use a couple of different apps here and there, and try to find out what it is. But uh, for what I have here in the studio, that, believe it or not, shows up as a mint. Yeah, our app showed it, showed it as uh, uh, Damiana, Damiana um, the, the, the Mexican flower that, uh, that is an aphrodisiac when you make tea out of the leaves. Not really. Um, but, you know, it's not really clear because there's two that are very similar, so I don't know. Um, the last question I had is I'm about to I want to move some of my plants. I got some big Laura petalums that were that were planted I'm planted as like a little border shrub and I've let them grow up to six foot tall and now they're crowding each other in my driveway. Um, and that plant I can't identify. I want to move it around a tree instead of in the flower garden. So when is the best time to move Laura petalum and other flowering shrub tree like things? I, I prefer Laura petal movement in springtime when it's putting on a ton of new growth that means the root systems are very active and it's easier to get them to set up shop when it's very active root system uh some shrubbery like well in this case lorpetalum 
it, it's it is what it is right now. It's not really actively growing. So there there you'll get some camps that will tell you this is the perfect time to move shrubs and trees. Uh, for me, Lord Petalm, I if I really wanted to succeed with it, I'd wait till the springtime. So like uh, around Valentine's Day ish. Oh no no, uh, a little bit later than that because I don't think it's going to start putting on a ton of new growth until. It- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At least March. Okay. It's when it's really about to start actively growing. You see all those baby, baby, tiny little leaves. That's the time to do it. If that ends up being the end of February, go for it. Just watch, okay. watch, watch. And the same thing for this uh, Damiana, maybe? or Yeah, um, I, I just looked up the Damiana, and, and that and when you flower opens up, take a picture of the open flower, and I'll match that up and see if that's the case. And then I'll have to do a little research. Uh, as long as I've done this, you're the first person that's ever asked me a question about Damiana. <laughs> well, they're like all over Sharpstown, but they're kind of pseudo-wildflowers, so I don't think anybody actually plants them. And you know, I think some conservative gardeners just yank them out as weeds. We like to let things grow a little bit to find out if it's a weed that we like. Um, <laughs> that I, I agree with that. I mean, that's how like Mexican petunia came to be too. Yeah, yeah, and and they're gorgeous. And man, we, the hummingbirds this year on those, and the bumblebees, of course. I mean, just wow! I love my yard. I, <laughs> I, I love it when so people call in and say, "Yeah, I do too." It's like you know, we got one out the house and got another one gun out of the house another couple of years. It's like I mean, we're gonna have to sell that house, and it's it's too much for just two of us. Everything, but I was like, I'm walking around yesterday watering some plants. I'm like, I love my backyard, I love my courtyard, my backyard. That's going to be the toughest thing to. Why don't you just go live in the barn and sell the house to somebody else? Yeah, and I'll take care of the landscape for them. Sure. Hmm. (laughs) It's time for the news. (laughs) That's a tougher decision to make than I thought it would be. (laughs) I actually also want to be a stage in my life where I don't have to take care of lawns and landscape anymore. I figured by the time I turn 65, I tell myself when the time I turn 65, which is only in about five and a half years. I could think, oh, so many things I said when I turn 65. <laughs> I don't want to be taking care of lawns and landscapes anymore. Yeah, you will. Containers, yes. Yes, you okay. will. You, it's an emotional thing you have with plants. You baby them, you love them, you nurture them. You're not going to give it up. Should I tell you that the Texans aren't going to lose today? Really? Okay, good. <laughs> 713-212-KTRH is our number. 713-212-5874. See the way I change subject matters really quickly because she's she's making me tear up over here. 713-212-5874. I'm Randy Lemon, and this is The Garden Line. Here comes news with Nikki Courtney. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. It ain't for pansies. <laughs> Flowers. Oh, yeah. It is. They're beautiful.
Welcome to the Garden Line, the antithesis of every talk show in the world. <laughs> I bring up the subject, you don't ask those questions. Because you ask your own. Uh, I posted that picture of the plant. It wasn't, the bloom is not fully open. Maybe he'll send us another one of the bloom. Talking to Lee, need a little help on identifying a plant. I, every time I look at it, all I can think of is false mallow. And anybody else wants to weigh in on that, it's there on Facebook for everybody to kind of weigh in on. So if you follow us on Facebook, go look. We just posted that. Our phone number is 713-212-KTRH. we got uh, John in Jersey Village, going to be followed by Cheryl and Atascacita coming up. And uh, if you want to get on the open lines behind them, you can right now. 713-212-KTRH. 713-212-5874. So please hear me out on this if you are about to build a home, if you're in the process of building a home, especially when you're working in a, like a community, a master plan type community, uh, they... The builders there, they don't use the best landscapers at all, ever. I mean, you know it's not a good landscape when they scrape the sand up into berm and then just cover it with dyed mulch and then plant the cheapest plants they can get at the wholesale nursery for the day. Okay, That's not a good start to a landscape, and it happens so much around here. I say get a hold of Peerscapes before you move in, before you close on the house, work with them on developing a really nice landscape that's going to stand out from all the other neighbors who let the builder do it for them. Now, if you are dealing with a much older home, 20, 25, even older, and you're still dealing with the same landscape, the same beds, the same irrigation, same drainage, have that redone. This is the time of the year to do it. November's an excellent time of the year to get a lot of this work done. Go, go ahead, write this phone number down, call Pierce Scapes first thing tomorrow morning, and get busy with them. 281-370-5060. 281-370-5060. They also are online at Peerscapes.com, P-E-A-R-C-E, Peerscapes.com. But now's the time, okay? And please don't just go with whatever the builder does. Tell them you want the landscape allowance, add to that, and then hire somebody like Peerscapes to do that for you. Uh, We're going to go next, as we said, to John in Jersey Village. Good morning, John. morning, Randy. I need some help with a peach tree. I got a special needs son who decided he likes ripping leaves and branches off of them. And it's only about a year old, and there's two branches that are left on it now. Uh, What are your recommendations for trying to salvage this tree? Wow, that's tough to answer without being there and looking at it. Um, I would tell you that it doesn't matter what's really happening to it right now if it's losing leaves, because it's going to lose them anyway due Mm -hmm. to weather. Um, What do you think stripping the... You're talking tiny little limbs are being stripped from it? It's my son. Oh. <laughs> my son ripped them off. He's special needs. I'm sorry I missed that part. No, um, that's all right. Well, you know, you can put a little barrier around the tree so that he sees that barrier and knows not to, you know, they make these little plastic fencing systems. They know, you know, they're mm-hmm. only a couple feet high. So if he goes up next to that fencing system to get a stick off of that tree, uh, shame on him from this moment going forward, but uh, you know, visualize visually bar him from that tree from now on. We're going to do some pruning in February. Mm-hmm. We'll clean it up, make it more uniform. Watch for the new growth because it's so tiny and so susceptible to diseases and insects because of the damage that's been done to it up to today. Then I would definitely get it on a what we call the poor man spray schedule. We talked about that with the ladies. Uh, plum trees earlier, but even on the peach tree, pear trees, you want to make sure that you're spraying every 30 days with neem oil. 
If you don't have a second peach, though, you might also be missing the opportunity for that cross-pollination to make better fruit. If you have the opportunity to get a second peach in in January, I would do it. Okay. All right. All right. That works. Thank you, Just a little plastic fencing. (laughs) Baby's gate type fencing. Keep the kid. You know, look. I'll use Callum because I'm old enough to be his dad. Young Callum, I'm putting this fence down here to visually show you that you cannot reach in here and pull any more limbs off of daddy's uh, peach tree, okay? <laughs> no, but there's no peaches on her. He's taking the sticks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Uh, that's sad, but funny <laughs> at the same time. Cheryl in Atascacita. Good morning, Cheryl. Hi. Good morning, Randy. Um, I have a question about, uh, you know, uh, what to put on for weeds. I have for Lone Weed Free Zone and Lone Night Ultra, but I also have some, and I don't know how old it is. It was in a, like a, um, a, a Tupperware container. I have a bag, a green light wipeout granular. Is that still good to use? No, no. Oh, gosh. Throw those, throw, wow. Take a picture of that and send it to me just for posterity's sake. Uh, yeah, green light hasn't been around for over a dozen years now so that's some really old stuff most (laughs) weed killers have a shelf life of up to three to four years but not 10 to 12. (laughs) okay great and and the other two uh for lone weed free zone and bone night if you have that that in a in a bottle and the bottle's been sealed effectively that's still good okay and and uh, what does what doesn't it what don't they kill these two what type of weed? Uh, fertilone weed free zone kills broadleaf weeds at this time of the year okay and how about the bonide bonide weed beater ultra same thing they're the, they're the same, same active ingredient so won't won't kill virginia buttonweed oh yeah no it won't kill virginia buttonweed by definition virginia buttonweed is a broadleaf weed but our typical broadleaf weed killers that we use in the spring and early summer don't have near the effect on virginia buttonweed that the cool season herbicide does Okay, great. All right, thank you, Randy. I'll take a picture and yeah. send it to you. By the way, that was, <laughs> okay. I, I hate to go off on a tangent here, but Greenlight Wipeout, that was the best, the liquid Greenlight Wipeout, the best, almost bar none. There was one called Weed Warrior, I think, from Ford? Who was the, oh, God, what's the name of that chemical company locally? But Greenlight Wipeout, it was a Texas-based company based in San Antonio. They sold out, and then that and the national company took Greenlight Wipeout off the shelf because they didn't want it competing with their product line. The best broadleaf weed killer of all time, Greenlight Wipeout. If you ask me, my, my somewhat humble opinion here on knowing and working with and testing so many different things. So she's obviously got the product, but she was calling from a task of I was just about to tell her, look, if you need to get a, a new bottle of this or a new granular bag of like Bonide Weed Beater Complete would be another great choice at this time of the year for controlling broadleaf weeds and putting out a pre-emergent herbicide, then you're lucky that you've got Warren Southern Gardens in your backyard and the Kingwood Garden Center. Warren Southern Gardens uh, bought uh, Kingwood Garden Center, so you can consider that part of the Warrens family. And if you've ever been to Warren Southern Garden, you know that's all great news because of the consistency of the advice, the consistency of the product. Uh, they have everything we talk about and have talked about today, and they'll take really good care of you. And I'll let you in on a little secret, too. Uh, Warren Southern Garden's got a great landscape design team as well. And uh, pools. You know, is, is a pool in your, uh, if you live in the Atascacita, Kingwood, Huffman, Porter, 
humble area is a pool in your uh, future. How about that for a great Christmas gift for the family? Well, get a hold of Warren Southern Gardens, 1675 North Park. Kingwood Garden Center is on Stone Hollow at Chestnut Ridge, right behind the Steinmar. And both of them have their own individual websites, kingwoodgardencenter.com and warrenssoutherngardens.com. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Everything's coming up roses. Isn't that just a fabulous mantra? Good things happen. Seven one three two one two KTRH. Love that song. That brings back college memories for me. Ooh. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. I'm Randy Lemon, and this is the Garden Line. You've been talking to Callum, the Scottish Pine Reed. So I was thinking about the Scottish Pine thing because I was looking at this information about the pinion wood that you use in chimneys, and I forgot to mention this yesterday. All right. So it's uh, it comes from a type of pine tree, pinion wood. So I mentioned Scottish pine, made me think of this, um, in the southwestern United States. just smells really good, and it's also a natural deterrent against mosquitoes. A lot of people use pinion wood in their chimneys. You can get great chimneys, you can get the pinion wood, and of course all your fall color at Buchanan's in the Heights. Houston's a favorite garden center dedicated to Texas native plants. They carry the products we talk about, like the Nitrofoss 3-Step, uh, all these weed killers and weed preventers we've talked about today. And they have, or will have, my book coming up later this week, too. I got to get them well stocked on the book for the holiday season. So, uh, everybody, just remember uh, Buchanan is one of those great garden centers, family owned and operated. We'd love to send people to if you're anywhere inside the loop. This is definitely your garden center if you go to, if you listen to Garden Line, 611 East 11th Street, and online at Buchanan'sPlants.com. And check out those chimneys with the pinion wood. That smells great. Sit outside and never have to worry about mosquitoes at the same time. All right, uh, we're going to go back to the Board of Calls. We're going to go next to, looks like, uh, been there longest, David and Willis. Good morning, Davis. We've had a lot of calls from Willis this um, weekend. Morning, morning. Mr. Lennon. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, enjoy the show. But uh, i got a couple pepper plants out there. All of them are doing real great. They'll follow your instructions, listen to your show, do all that. I'm supposed to put my Tabasco pepper, and I've got a, uh, a Thai pepper. The, the plants actually look great, but, but they don't really do anything. So, I mean, it, and I've had them for about a year or so. So, I mean, they're pretty Did they, they didn't produce for you in like June, July, August for you this not, year? Not too good. They, they flower up and then they wouldn't do anything. Okay. Those well, let's, let's back up. Tell me what you're feeding them. I came in from a uh, from an old field job, and uh, I, I got some right off the shelf Miracle Grow. Okay, that there <laughs> therein lies your problem right now. Yes, sir. I, uh, I was talking that. just a little while ago about uh, a combination of products that really made my pepper sore this year, and it's Fox Farm. Now, I would also I'm, tell I'm you, sorry, can, can you repeat Fox Farm? I'm sorry, Mister Limit. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Fox Farm. Okay, okay go to that website. Fox, look at the liquid products. The trio pack, you're going to want to get to know. Um, trio pack. Now, most peppers, the hotter the pepper, and this is 
I'm not saying this scientifically, but I have found it to be true in all the years that I've done vegetables, and I love growing peppers, all right? Yes, sir. All right. The hotter the pepper, the hotter the month, the better they do. So, like, my habaneros and my ghost peppers succeeded, continued to succeed. June, July, August, they were just rocking when I'd already taken out all the tomatoes. I'm done with the cucumbers, things like that. So the soil still has to be healthy. And if you will feed it consistently, make sure you're keeping the moisture consistent. The Tabasco pepper and the Thai, spicy Thai pepper, they'll do better for you next go around. And you can keep going. I've got one, two, two jalapenos and two habanero plants that are still working right now. Now, the freeze is going to get them. Yes, sir. All right. But... Uh, I know that I'm going to keep harvesting them until I can't. And and it is all about that consistency of the moisture and consistency of the food. miracle Grow is a one-to-one ratio. All that does is give you flowers. And that's exactly what... That's And that's why you can't use miracle Grow on vegetable crops. Now, they do have a flowering formula in that Fox Farm, but they also want you to grow big first. So you get the big green gra- growth going on this thing, then you give it the one to one type formula, or in this case, I think it's like a 282. Don't quote me on the numbers, but it's called Tiger Bloom. Works great for me on my peppers, my tomatoes, anything that I needed some blooming action so I could get the fruit afterwards. It's really good. Now, I can also get that with Medina Has to Grow Liquid Plant Food, but I like to grow big stuff to get it green and tall. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> I posted it on Facebook. I said, well, I, the first thing that jumped in my mind was uh, what they call false mallow. And, and I did a little research, and uh, it kind of came up as false mallow. And I got everything from yellow, yellow turk's cap to yellow alder to golden rain invasive. It's uh, <laughs> my favorite answer from Kirk Kirkendall. Ready? Uh, I think it's called the damifino plant. <laughs> and, that's truly what my reaction was when I first started. Damn if I know. Had to do a little research on it. Uh, someone said Turnera, and so we got a couple of comments on that. So Lee, you got a bunch of answers there, and Lee's already participating with them, so I was glad I was able to post that. But I, I don't even think we have a solid answer on that yet. 
our final hour of Gardenline for the weekend. Better get your calls in now. I know we have a fairly full board. We have one line available. So how fast finger of a dialer are you at 713-212-KTRH? That's 713-212-5874. 212-KTRH is 212-5874. So looking at some emails, Paula, the... uh, I have to clarify this. I don't mind clarifying this when I get to talk about real simple energy. This is not the energy provider. They are the rate shopper for you. So they're going to go get the energy provider to the best plan to your needs. So, Paula, write this down, realsimpleenergy.com. That's realsimpleenergy.com. At least once a week, I'll get an email saying, what is the energy provider you mentioned? They will save you money. It is if you don't believe me, do the bill comparison, because that's an algorithm. That Those are real numbers. They're not just guessing. They're not just making it up. They're taking your old bill and comparing it to what their algorithm says they can get you in a plan on based on year, six years, six months, whatever the usage is, or in how much usage you have. And that algorithm will show you the potential savings every month for the next year. They shop the rate for you, realsimpleenergy.com. Get the best plan right now if you'll go to realsimpleenergy.com. And I always, uh, at the tail end of messaging our friends at Real Simple Energy, I just want to remind you, you don't have to be internet capable to do this. If you want to dial their toll-free number first thing tomorrow, Monday through Friday, normal business hours, I believe, 877-789-5350. 877-789-5350. Info at realsimpleenergy.com if you want to throw a question their way. But start online, realsimpleenergy.com. Save big on electricity with zero hassle. It really is that simple. We've saved so much money at the Lemon Household in January. We're coming up on about a year of working with Real Simple Energy. And the amount of money that we save every month has just been phenomenal. I did, And I'll tell you this. We did the bill comparison. I sat down with Paul. Paris from Real Simple Energy, oh, on the phone, online. We, we, I was yeah, doing the bill comparison, and he sent me the breakdown, and I looked at it, I went, <laughs> you're kidding. You just made that up. <laughs> and it was not. The first bill was almost on the dot to the penny about what we ended up paying versus what we were paying, and it's been that way ever since. So please do the bill comparison if you are internet capable at all possible costs. Get your old bill, one of your old bills, and sit down and do realsimpleenergy.com. And it really is that simple. One more time, here's our number. We're going to get to a couple of calls. i got Kenneth and Angleton who's been there the longest, followed by Michael and Kingwood. And then we'll get to some more calls after those two for the last 45 minutes of the show when we finish that this segment out. 713-212-KTRH. That's the number to get in right now, because I won't be giving out that number in about 15 or 20 minutes again. Kenneth, good morning. Good morning, Randy. What's up? Hey, I need a uh, recommendation for uh, aeration and topsoil dresser company down here in uh, Angleton, Texas, please. Uh, well, I can tell you that if you're willing to pay, the Green Pro will come down there, but it costs a lot, lot extra because of the travel time. But what I've told people to do in the Angleton area is go talk to Big uh, Big Bill over at um, Lake Hardware. He knows where there's some good compost around there, and he knows some companies that might be able to do that for you. I, where there's not like easy access to an aeration compost top dressing company, then it becomes a do-it-yourself project, which is not all that bad because 
you get a great, a better deal on the compost when you're doing it yourself. And renting an aeration machine is no big deal if you've got a Home Depot anywhere around you. You can get to rent the aeration machine for a day, get a neighbor or two to go on and with with you. It's like eighty bucks for the day, or eighty bucks a day. So if you can get a couple of neighbors to go on with it, plus they'll help you get it in and out of the uh, the uh, the back of a pickup truck. It's good to have some friends and neighbors to help you with this thing, but. I just there's not anybody that I know specifically down in the South region that is well known for doing that. Yeah, I don't mind Green Pro coming in. I just have not had any luck contacting them. Uh, well, let me. Uh, I'll tell you what. Send me an email and I'll forward it to them. I don't know that. Uh, maybe you're not dialing the right number, but the the number we send everybody to is two eight one three five one Green. If there was a problem, I would have heard about it by now. Uh, especially with email and Facebook saying, you know, something's wrong, they're not answering their phone, but uh, I haven't heard anything, and you're the first person to ever tell me of that issue. So send me an email. Uh, I'll forward your email directly to Daniel at Green Pro. 281-351-GREEN in the meantime, but don't call right now. Now's not time. Leaving messages when you are had trouble contacting. Normal business hours, Monday through Friday, give them a call. And, yeah, it is a little bit more for them to come down that south if you're willing to pay for it. And sometimes they'll say, we will not go that far south, or we will not go that far east, or we will not go that far west. So then that's when you kind of have to pivot and either find a soil yard that has some, either find a soil yard that has somebody they can work with with some higher quality soils. Um, maybe if he wasn't in Atlanta, I'd tell you to get a hold of Luis tomorrow at the ground up and ask him who they work with that does compost top dressing services for customers out there, but it's um, it is it's okay to do compost top dressing yourself. Renting an aeration machine is easy nowadays by today's standards. All right, let's go to uh, Michael and Kingwood as promised, and then uh, we will uh, do the next calls. And we, right now we got Chris in Spring Branch and Vicky in Bay City. We'll be in the next segment, but we'll end this segment with Michael and King, Kingwood. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. I was just curious. Uh, is there an easy way to tell the difference between sod webworm damage and the brown patch? Absolutely. Sod, web, sod, webworm sod webworm basically webworm. can almost, in a wave, kill grass. Brown patch is just brownish circles of amongst the green grass. Yeah, so I think that's what I have, but unfortunately, we had the, the moths real bad and the sod webworms. I got those under control. but And I, then you probably I'm got brown looking. patch right after that. <laughs> Sad yeah, to say, so, but a lot of people did. Uh, you're not alone. A lot of people did have uh, sod webworms, and they saw the moths. They did the protocol, knocked that way back, but in that week in the yard, and we had that 60-80 split on temperatures for a long time, and so brown patch started growing. It stopped now. Uh, one of our first calls in the second hour of the program, we were looking at the pictures, uh, was, um, you know, she's covered in these little circles that are kind of joined together, but it's not growing anymore because the 40-degree nighttime temperatures. You're in Kingwood, so you've had some cool temperatures last few nights. It's not growing anymore. So you really don't have to treat for brown patch until you start seeing it moving again. So will the grass come back in these areas on its If own? I saw a picture of your grass, like hers is set super healthy other than the brown patch, and I was telling you, it is what it is. We'll green it up in February. If you have plenty of grass, you have more than 50% grass, but you have some browning here and there, yeah, we can get it back, but not today, because this is not the growing season for the grass. 
Okay, so I won't worry about that then. I had one other quick question because um, I, I follow your schedule and everything, but I've had a problem with dollar weed in my backyard. Is there something I can do now or maybe in the next few weeks? Pre-emergent to... herbicide now and again February 1st. That. Make sure you stay true to the pre-emergent herbicide. When you start seeing some dollar weed, that's when I use, and we've talked about it, and we will, like, I don't want you to worry about this today, but when we do start seeing the dollar weed, we have that, uh, we did a tip sheet on this a long time ago, because it's what I used to do down at our beach house in Galveston all the time, because I didn't take care of the yard, but so the dollar weed always came in on the sandy soils, right? But I use Bonide Weed Beater Complete along with uh, a broadleaf weed killer, Bonide Weed Beater for Southern Lawns. So I would actually do the Bonide Weed Beater for Southern Lawns first, the liquid, then put down the Bonide Weed Beater complete. So kind of like what weed and feeds are supposed to do, but this doesn't you know, ruin the soil the way weed and feeds do. That doesn't kill root systems of trees the way weed and feeds do. But let's not dive too deep into that right now, because that is something we will come up and, and really promote come around February 1st. But in the meantime, prevent them from even being a problem. Pre-emergent herbicide today. Pre-emergent herbicide, February 1st. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. Garden Line, just another day at the plant. Yesterday, today, Mr. Blue Sky. Great weather. Get out there, get busy with everything. Can I let you in on a little secret? If I were you, and I'm this guys or girls, ma'ams or misters, if you love working outdoors and you want the best power equipment to work outdoors, steel is the answer. S T I H L. Right? Make that part of your Christmas list this year and tell your significant other to get over to Lansdowne Moody to get your hands on, whether it's a chainsaw, a a string trimmer, blower, whether you need a hedge trimmer, pressure washers, all that great steel. Now, some people don't want to do the fuel. They have battery operated. And a chainsaw, battery operated chainsaw, hedge trimmer, great stuff. Edgers. You name it. If it's steel, S-T-I-H-L, they've got it at Lansdowne Moody. And there are now eight locations of Lansdowne Moody. Go to lmtractor.com. Hands down, it's Lansdowne. It's like 80, nearly 85 years. Three generations, family-owned and operated. Love this place, and I love my steel, and you will too. S-T-I-H-L, lmtractor.com. Find the closest of the eight locations, will you? Chris in Spring Branch, good morning. Hey, Randy, good morning got a question i probably i haven't been listening all day today but you probably answered this uh core aeration and um fall special barricade is how late can i do that well frankly it needs to be done like yesterday let's be let's be blunt it should have been done by now all right right, so today tomorrow be good now i have said and i did say it yesterday i have not said it today 
But you, the window is still open until we get our first freeze frost, our first night like below 40 degrees consistently low temperatures, because that changes the soil temperature remarkably, or markedly, I should say. And that's when we really get no effect from the fall feeding or the pre-emergent herbicide. Doesn't mean it can't ever be done. And we do get to apply. It's never too late to do the right thing when it comes to pre-emergent herbicide. Right. But if I'm, I love answering. If I woke up in your shoes, this was my situation. You know, I'm, as soon as I'm done with church today, I'm off to the Ace Hardware Store, the nursery garden center that's open. And I'm going to get the fall special down and I'm going to get the pre-emergent herbicide, pre-emergent herbicide down immediately. And if I, you know, really want to go all out and I'll get the, like azomite down in a week. Okay. Um, what about core aeration? Core aeration can be done any time of the year. It's not It's not mandated specific. Are there better times? Yeah. Well, we're in one of the better times. But if you're going to do core aeration and you're going to follow that with a compost top dressing, then you're going to wait another week or two on the other elements that go down because you need that compost to settle down really well. Yep. I can't do the, the compost right now. But if you do aeration, then follow that up with azomite. After the, if you said you, all you're going to do is an aeration, I was going to do aeration. I've already got the fall special and the barricade. Okay, after an aeration, it's best to do a, an amendment, not the fertilizer, and then a week later you can come back with the fertilizer. Got it. So right. again, now let's re reevaluate. If I woke up in your shoes and I do the coeration, I'll do the azomite right after. Let that get watered in, settled in for a week, maybe two, but for a week for sure. And then I'm going to do the uh, fertilization or pre-emergent herbicide. I wait two days and do the either or. What was left? Got it. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. So I like I perfect example of right case by case basis, depending on what you're going to do, what fully you're going to do. I love answering those questions, and I like everybody to understand that it's not one-size-fits-all. I mean, it's good general information, the fertilization schedule, but it's not one-size-fits-all. Let's go to Vicki in Bay City up next. Vicki, good morning. Good morning, Randy. How are you? I'm good. How can we help you? Um, we have a tree in our backyard. We are planning on putting in a pool that's not going to be until next March, but we would not like to tear like cut down the tree we would like to have it moved to the front yard how big is it it's pretty mature and big i don't it's about how tall Uh, well let um let me go ahead and be blunt again i have no idea who in bay city could do that i uh, actually am very good friends with a company up here in the houston area that they, it's like they're not, they don't need to advertise on Gardenline because they're internationally known as tree movers. If you want this tree, if it's of that kind of value to you, you're going to want to get a hold of a company called Environmental Design, right? I think their website, I'm going to test it for you, is Tree Mover. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
tremovers.com or tremovers.com. We'll see which one pops up. Yep, tremover.com. Um, their home base is 249 around Spring Cypress area, and they have been well known to move huge, massive oak trees um, uh, from cities and counties. And they did all the work up at the um, 9 11 memorial uh, for the Twin Towers. Um, and they're based right here. They're very famous. They're internationally famous. It's called Environmental Design, but their website is treemover.com. So if you're asking for a cost-effective tree mover, this is not it. <laughs> they're good. They're very good at what they do, and thus they charge accordingly. Right? But I don't know of any other tree-moving company like this that I can trust to do. There's some tree companies out there, national, and they have offices here. They say they can move trees. I don't know their work like I know environmental design. Here's our phone number. We got one last half hour, and this is the last time I'm giving out the phone numbers to fill up the board with it. 713-212-KTRH. Garden Line with Randy Lemon, where getting hosed is a good thing. something young men your age don't eat a lot of brie scotland's not part of europe (laughs) it's an island outside of europe (laughs) i like so we were having a debate off the air an hour ago about brie well, I love the taste of just the creamy cheese inside. I mean, there's always so much of that bitter rind left behind, and I can't stand that. It just ruins the whole experience for me. I said this off the air to young Callum, but I'm, I will promise you this. I am going to get you a recipe. I'm going to throw out a name I haven't mentioned in a long, long time. Uh, the Andersons. They were part of a church group we used to go to, and... The Andersons had this recipe at a Christmas party for our church group. And I mean, everybody fell in love with it. I mean, everybody fell in love with it. So I'm going to print that out before we leave today. And you're going to do that this holiday season, okay? And then you're going to give me the credit for it, even though I'll give the Andersons credit for it originally. Pretty sure it's the Andersons. I'll get that for you before we get out of here. Let's get to the board of calls. Uh, full board. So um, since we're down to our last 20 minutes, everybody, rapid fire. Try to keep it as quick as possible. The more people we get in, the more people we can make happy. Um, let's not go into too much history. Let's just get some questions and answers going. We start with Archie in Pearland. Morning, Archie. Morning. Hey, I've got some seeds I've been collecting for a month from my pride of Barbados, and I noticed yesterday that those seeds I'm collecting in this little plastic jar are getting a white fungus on them. Is there any way I can get rid of that? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, Yeah, dust them with uh, sulfur. Okay. Like seven dust or something like that? Dust them with sulfur, like agricultural sulfur. sulfur. sulfor. Like, you can get sulfur from our friends at Soil Mender, you know, by the bag or uh, Nitrofoss. They'll have Nitrofoss, have little bags of sulfur. Dust them Mm -hmm. with sulfur. Okay, I'll go over to Ace tomorrow and get some. Uh, One other question. On a a golden rain tree, you see seeing those blooming everywhere, and a friend of mine wants to plant one, and I called around yesterday, and and I know Buchanan's don't even sell them because they said they they have more negative uh, 
characteristics than they do positive. So is, is that what you get with that or not? You caught me off guard. What was the plan again? The golden rain tree. Golden rain tree. Good yeah. It's, um, are you talking about the one that's got the mauve kind of bloom clusters right now? Yeah, the ones that are yeah, blooming everywhere. Because there's there's a difference in names, and there's two different types of trees that do this and look at this at the same time. But personally, I think it's an invasive tree. Yes, yeah. it's beautiful in the month of October, November, when it's doing that little cluster bloom thing, which mm-hmm. is just a modified bract, I think. But it's not worth it the rest of the year. Mm. It's okay. not something I recommend very much at all. Right. Well, that answers my question. All right. Good luck with that. Mm. Let's see who's been there the longest next. 235. So that's Kay in Pearland. Morning, Kay. Hi, Randy. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I was out of the room a while ago when a gentleman was, you were talking about a reasonably priced shade tree, and I missed who, what kind it was and where to Well, he was it. looking just, specifically for a nut all because I had made oh, that okay. recommendation. He heard me talking about my affinity for the nut all oak tree. And okay. I tell people, don't just go with that one suggestion. Read the list of the trees that we recommend that are going to be good shade tree providers. It's like Randy's dozen best trees. And that way you can see the leaf structure. Because like some people love the laurel oak because of the narrow bladed leaves. I like mm-hmm. the nut all because it's one of the biggest oak tree leaves out there. And when it comes to shade providing, that's important for me. And of course, if we well, get the right temperatures, it looks cool in the fall. I was trying to get something a little bit. I know I called oh a number of months ago, maybe almost a year ago, and you uh, suggested a Chinese pistachio, and I haven't had a hard time finding it down here in this area. I, I bet you you could find it at RCW Nurseries, and that's where we're talking to that gentleman about. Uh, it's like okay, uh, they have a tree farm. They grow just about every type of tree that works here, yeah, not just I've my top ten. Talk. Yeah. So well, I appreciate it. Thanks. So I much. would start with them on the Chinese pistachio and. Depending on the size, whether you go with like a tree farm like Verdant or RCW for a nice size nut all tree, nut all oak, N U T T A L L. It's short, quick inversion of Nutali, Quercus Nutali, and we call it the nut all oak. Same thing with like um, Chinese pistachio. It's not a pistachio, <laughs> it's a Chinese pistache. <laughs> but it just makes sense to call it Chinese pistachio. Um, okay, let's do this. One more call, and then we've got to take one final break, and we'll save a couple of calls for the final segment. Um, let's go to oh Chuck, Inside the Loop, which Matt, hang tight. You're for sure going to be our either next to last or last caller in the final segment, but we do Chuck right now. Chuck, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you listening. What's up? I've got two uh, Satsuma trees that are probably 15 years old. And both of them uh, flowered, had fruit. The one tree, the fruit ripened two months ago and fell off rotten. Yeah, you um, actually, Satsumas are harvested before they turn orange. Well, these these turned orange. One tree turned orange two months ago. The other yeah, one September, green. October, is the, the Satsumas will always come off first of all the citrus. And you got to learn to take them when you see the first little tiny bit of sign of orange on that green. Then you're going to know and do a test on one of them. You're going to know they're ready. Um, I've, I've done when I've done sitting in for Seth, Professor Seth at the Arbor Gate, and I've actually written about it before. They have this great Satsuma Satsuma. That's the name of it, Satsuma Satsuma, over at the Arbor Gate. And you know when you're sitting out there and that tree is producing and 
you pull off those fruit and you tell people, try this, and they go, it's not ripe yet. And well, on satsumas, you have to get them before they turn totally orange or mostly orange because they'll get pithy, they'll dry out on the inside. Uh, satsumas have to be harvested earlier than almost any other citrus around. So now you know that, put it into play September of 2021 and stay consistent with your feeding of the citrus tree from this moment going forward. We've got to take that break. We'll be back with at least Matt and Friendswood. And uh, at least we'll see whether we have time for any more calls. But I'm going to send you off with this uh, discussion about Turf Mender. Just a great product from our friends at Soil Mender, all right? It's just this rich blend of nutrition, aged, mixed humus, the right supplements. We talk a lot in you know general terms, just like we kind of shorten words up and make things easy to hear. When we talk about enriched topsoil, turf mate, tur- I'm sorry, turf mender is the perfect so- uh, topsoil that has been infused with all kinds of organic matter. By the way, Turf Mate is one of their fertilizers with Soil Mender. It's one of the approved fertilizers on our organic schedule. A, a mixed Turf Mate with Turf Mender. But Turf Mender is the enriched topsoil that you can get by the back and repair parts of the yard. Great stuff. Anything from Soil Mender is darn good stuff. By the way, we mentioned in a tip sheet that we did about uh, trace minerals, trace elements. They have a trace minerals package, right? Trace elements package, too. And so when you're going to fix the soils, think Soil Mender. We're going to fix the soil. We're going to mend the soil. Soilmender.com. Their products are available where most of the Nitrofoss products are available. If that nursery, garden center, feed store, hardware store is not carrying Turf Mender yet, just tell them to get it ordered. They'll get it in less than a week delivered out there. If you need bags of enriched topsoil, Turf Mender from Soil Mender at Soilmender.com. Song Callum, every time I hear this song, I think back to my days of working for KAMU TV sports, and I did a workout, videotaped a workout with the Texas A&M women's volleyball team. They were nationally ranked at the time. The, the funniest part of that, we use the word jump in, with slow motion of me trying to spike a ball. I sucked, so it, it was funny. But the funniest thing was at the end was when the coach told the spiker, who was nationally recognized, she was stud. He's and she's trying to teach me to dig, dig spikes. Right? So I got my hands down, you know, joined together, clubbed hands. I'm gonna dig this down low because she's gonna come down with it. Turns out she told the spiker to hit me in the chest because she was that accurate with her spike. So I my hands are way down here. I can't come up and defend myself with my hands because I'm keeping them in a locked position down there. She hit me in the chest, knocked me to the floor. And we used that video on that story. Uh, well, you got to be a friend of mine in 2030. It's in a time capsule that we made 
back at the turn of the century, I think 2020, when we did a 30-year time capsule that's supposed to open. Was it 25-year or 30-year time capsule? Because it's either, it's either in five years or it's going to be in 10 years. In that video is in there. It was digitized and we put it in there. Um, yesterday when I was talking about Aqueduct Plumbing Company, I told you that they do the repipes for these national middlemen. Right? Why pay them? Let me give you a perfect example. I can get you a one-story, two-bath home. You know, that's around 2,300 square feet. Repipe for $4,995 from our friends at Aqueduct. If you went with one of those toll-free numbers that you see on the news, that middleman's going to have to take their cut, $7,500. So which would you rather pay, $5,000 or $7,500? I'm going to pay $5,000, right, on a typical one-story, two-bath home. So don't wait. Because this will cause property damage, mold invasion. By the way, I do remember seeing this from a home improvement friend of mine. He kind of did a tip sheet on one of the best investments you can make on a home for resale purposes on older homes is have the repiping done. So get Aqueduct to do it for you. Right? Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. Real simple. Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They take really good care of the garden line audience. They take care of me all the time, all the things that we have going wrong at the Lemon household. It's good to have a, a plumber you can trust that's not going to ever overcharge you and might as well get the repipe specialist in them anyway. Here's their phone number, 281-488-6238, 281-488-6238 or aqueductplumbingcompany.com. Here is Matt in Friendswood. Morning, Matt. Morning. What's up? Hey, I got a, a queen palm and two other palms about 40 feet in my, in my backyard. Is there a market for them or just got to pay somebody to take them down if I want them removed. No, there's no, it's not a market for that. Now, it sounds logical, and I'm with you. When I first started working here you know, a couple of decades ago, I was like, oh, what a great idea. Hey, I got all these Sago palms. Someone could benefit from them. I need to move them. Why well, just throw them away? There's got to be like a, a landscape company that'll come and take them. Turns out, no, because they don't want inherent problems that might be there. There may be an insect or disease you just don't know about yet, so they don't want to have to transfer that. And no nursery garden center is going to take yours and you know try to resell it either. I mean, it sounds in in a, a perfect life in a perfect society, we should be able to. You know, move these to another person's landscape and donate them. I will tell you this: you could ask, uh, donate it to a church, you know, a, a nonprofit type rec center. Say, hey, look, I got these palms. If you will provide the people and shovels and a truck, uh, I have no problem donating this to you, and they'll take it. But it's usually for nonprofits, churches that don't have yeah. the budget for you know putting big palms in. Okay. Then it becomes that. then you become philanthropic. You're not going to make a dime yeah. off of it, <laughs> in other words. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, sorry about that. It's That is a question that comes up at least once, twice a year. People wanting to say, hey, I got these great palms. Instead of just trashing them because I need to redo this landscape, can I resell them? Nope. It's not, not going ha- to happen. Not going to happen. Here in the Houston area. All right, so uh, I'm gonna I save this a little bit of time because I want to read this to you, uh, my young Callum. This this is this is I'm gonna print out for you, but I'll read this to you and anybody else if you think you want this in the future. This is the brie recipe that is so good at holiday parties, and since we got Thanksgiving coming up, you're gonna love this. And it was so popular. One, you get one of the biggest, the 13 ounce to 14 ounce around brie. 
right? You need a seven ounce package of the dried fruits, that's the raisins, peaches, pears, apricots, cranberries. Chop up real finely green onions or really good chives, right? Then you have a two and a half ounce bag of chopped walnuts or almonds, one or the other, and about four tablespoons of honey. And then you do this in basically a microwavable dish or a crock, small, they make those small crock pots for dips like this. All those things mixed together and then put on any cracker, right? Is phenomenal. It is so dang good. You do have to get rid of the the rind on the big wheel of brie. But you want to try that? I'll print this out for you. We'll bring it up again when we get closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas because it is one of the best holiday treats to bite into when you go to these parties. This is something you can take and be the hero. God bless everyone. Thank you, Callum Reed. We'll talk again Saturday morning. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.